0: Relax. Just do it. When you want to come. (laughs) That's what... (laughs) Oh! The 80s and 90s, where the golden age of movies was going to the video store, the highlight of your week, then you are in the right place. Welcome to Mike and Anthony's Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co host Anthony, it's wash and wear. <laughs> Bring our take on TV, movies, and all pop culture from the 80s, 90s, and beyond. We release our take on a classic movie every Monday. During our review, we will open up. A six pack of favorite scenes and point out a couple of generic scenes as well. At the end of the show, we will rate the movie one to 24 cans. One can is not good. Maybe you lost a finger chopping some bok choy and that sucks. And 24 can means you have all your digits because you remembered that you don't like bok choy. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> that was really
1: dumb, but okay. <laughs>
0: hey, I love dumb. That's why you're my co host. But yep. before we get to all the fun, Uh, We want to let you know some things. (laughs) If you want to see our episode schedule and enjoy all things Soda Pop Culture Club, then go to sodapopcultureclub.com where you can make your own movie suggestions. If you want to guarantee that we do your movie, all you have to do is make a donation of $25 using our Venmo or PayPal under at Soda Pop Culture Club. And make sure you say what it is for in the memo when you send that. We strongly encourage you to email us as well. Letting us know why you want us to do the movie you requested, because, you know, we're going to make up reasons. That's what we do. You can email us at Mike and Anthony at SodapopCultureClub.com. And a couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram at Mike and Anthony, where we post memes related to the movies we discuss and other fun stuff and memorials, all kinds of things. We also have a Twitch channel that we are bringing online that I've brought online, actually, where I've played some games on the Xbox and done some live editing. And we might do some watch parties in the future, and finally, I want to urge you to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five star review and comments because this helps us grow our show. Anthony, yeah finally I'm here you do you, want, do you want, <laughs> can you wake up to tell the people what we're doing
1: this week? This is a big one. This is our one hundredth episode and yes, seeing that we recently lost. The wonderful Betty White, who was just about to turn 100. We thought this was actually worked out to be a perfect fit because she is in this movie. This is yes. The Proposal. Here's a breakdown by the numbers. Directed by Ann Fletcher and starring Sandra Bullock, Ryan Reynolds, Malene Ackerman, Craig T. Nelson, Mary Steenburgen, and the late, great Betty White. The Proposal was released on June 19th, 2009, taking in 317 points. Four million bones at the box office against a measly piss-ass $40 million budget. It scores a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb and 45% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I blame Canada for.
0: Okay, I'll blame Canada too. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how the, the, um, the critics somehow just hate this movie? I know. It's good. I don't I don't understand how it could be so beloved by so many people and then be hated. But the, by the way, you said Malin or something. It's Malin, I believe. Malin. Malin. Malin, Malin Ackerman. Um, I'm bad. thinking we might need to do multiple takes on your read-throughs because you, you have some, I mean, just, uh, you're you making fun of me. But, I word uh, bad. You know.
1: Malin. <laughs> I didn't know if it was Malin or Malin. I took a shot. I failed. Yeah.
0: I the just want is, to say this. We yeah. got it
1: corrected. The point is we got it corrected. That's all that matters.
0: Um You're correct. And and uh and we blame Canada, so we got two things right. Yeah. And that's what matters. <laughs> uh well, I want to go into this fact. I want to do it when you read off the, the budget and everything, because it just makes sense. Um it's about uh where the film was. Uh while the film uh while most of the film was set in Ryan Reynolds' character's hometown, of Sitka, Alaska. It might be surprising though, that none of the movie was actually filmed there. The proposal was actually shot in Rockport, Boston, and Manpa- and Manchester by the Sea. And you blow me where the Pampers is. Why,
1: Why do they have uh, to have such a
0: long fucking name for their city or town? Can I you mean, blow Man- me where the Pampers is. Why can't they just call it fucking Manchester, not Manchester by the Sea? All in Massachusetts, meaning much of Rockport had to be remodeled to emulate Sitka while all the snow capped mountains, listen to this. All the snow-capped mountains and some of the Alaska scenery were later added in digitally. So think about that. All that shit in the background, that's where the budget went. I don't, yeah, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> I, why, why do they have to call it Kentucky? Why can't you just call it incest? It's shorter, quicker, easier to say. Oh.
0: <laughs> yes. You are awful, by the way. You are just, just awful. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to uh, do the game. Are you ready for the game?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I'm
0: like, do you want to? What am I? You like one and eight so far, or some shit? Yeah, one and four, two and seven, in or something. There you know we why, go.
1: You know why I think I get these wrong so much? It's because that damn music does not put me in a mental state to play any kind of guessing game.
0: All right, now the guessing game. What it is is I'm going to read Anthony. Three reviews, sometimes four, which pisses him off. Yeah, bitch. And he has to guess which one is the fake review, because I wrote a fake review, and he has to guess it. So there you go. Are you ready, Anthony?
1: Of course. I've been waiting all day to do this shit. This is all my day. favorite game ever.
0: It's great. Yeah, it's so far into the day. Um, <laughs> I got one for you. Candace Frederick of Real Talk Online. I do have to admit that I did laugh a few times. Anthony Quinn of The Independent. Another dagger in the back of romantic comedy. London Hall of The Albuquerque Journal. The premise of this movie is awful, and the only thing I had going for it is the chemistry between Reynolds and Bullock. There are your three.
1: I'm going to say the third one.
0: You got it right! Hey! Hey! Yeah. Why did you say the third one? I tried to throw you off with a real reviewer named Anthony Quinn, by the way. Go, go ahead. Yeah.
1: That one was the first. Of, I was like, oh, is that it? Well, I'm just, still... the main thing was like London hall.
0: Yeah. That is a real name. I forget who I'm it, sure is. it is, but I, I usually but, take them from movies. We there's two do. <clears throat> I'm
1: going to tell you, there's two things about this. I could see you writing that partly because I question, I already am questioning. I don't know your thoughts about the chemistry between Bullock And Reynolds in this, yeah, I feel like that's something he might say. I don't like their chemistry.
0: It just Uh, ah, you don't. I'm saying I could see
1: you saying that. Oh, I do. I'm saying so. It just kind of seemed a little suspicious. It was a little suspicious.
0: Yeah, she's in movies and stuff. I'm trying to think. London Hall. uh, She was in the new Ghostbusters reboot. Yeah, she was in a few things. Ted Two. She's like a bit actor, so you know. Good I just thought idea. I'd I always throw somebody in there that you should know. Right. or But the problem is you remember things, so I have to make it like... Very fucking out obscure. There. You really yeah, do. sometimes I have to make it pretty fucking obscure, really. All right. Are you ready? Ready. Let's go. Margaret Tate is an executive editor-in-chief of a New York book publishing company due to her unpleasant personality is universally hated by everyone she works with. Or everyone works for her, really. Unpleasant personality. <laughs> we, we also call that Canadian. Oh yeah! After wow, after learning she is about to be deported back to Canada because she violated the terms of her work visa, she persuades her much abused assistant Andrew Paxton to marry her. She reminds Andrew that if she's deported, the work he put in as her assistant will be lost and he'll be set back in his dream to become an editor. Mister Gilbertson, a U.S. immigrant immigration agent, informs them that he is the (laughs) agent that he suspects they are committing fraud to avoid Margaret's deportation. Gilbertson tells them that they'll be asked questions about each other separately. I hope people do that to us someday. Anyways, (laughs) if their answers don't match, Margaret will be deported to Canada permanently, and Andrew will be convicted of a felony punishable by a $250,000 fine and five years in prison. Andrew insists that Margaret make him an editor after their marriage and publish the book he's been recommending to her. Margaret is forced to agree so that's the first i'd like get you to the point where the movie gets good honestly i got
1: i got uh so there's one funny thing about this um the as far as the immigration office they're gonna put you through this test asking you know all these questions it makes you think of um what was it match game or the dating game the one where oh the one where you're asking like couples newlywed newlywed Newlywed. you're asking couples questions about each other And you see people fucking get those wrong all the time. It's like people have been married for fucking 20 years. Probably still don't know shit about each other. If you're going to sit and ask them questions. What does that prove? I would agree. I don't
0: know. I think me and my wife, we would know a lot of answers, but there still would be some things because like, like, you know, I'll know she never wants to eat a certain food, but I might not know just because I think that's what she hates. The most may not really be because we never bring up the thing. She hates the most, you know what I mean? Like you, yeah, you know I mean, like, so you're right. Like, you you know, but you do you really know? Sometimes Yeah. Uh, that's what you got to think. You, uh, of. Yeah. Do you really know? <laughs> do you really? I mean, I, I I don't know enough about you, right? I know you have a tattoo, right? You like never uh, a Juggalo yeah, the, tattoo or
1: something? The, no, the butterfly on my on my back, my tramp stamp.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, I know. you, yeah. you don't know.
1: Uh, you don't know the first time I sun bleach sun tanned my butthole either
0: bunning Yeah, we did a yeah, thing I on that once. I, I, like took that that. Of <laughs> I took that off of YouTube. I took that off of YouTube because I thought you. that didn't need to live there. It really doesn't need to
1: live at all. But um <laughs> Now, I got to say though, um I'm just kidding when I'm making fun of Canada cuz I actually love Canada. Um Oh, you fuck
0: know. you. Be you gotta been, be strong in your convictions. You know, i Canadians. <laughs> I've been there. I enjoyed myself very much. Um they eat poutine. I hate cheese. You no,
1: know, it's really funny. I when I went uh this was like, you know, years ago, my 20s. Um went with uh, a bunch of friends. We went to Windsor. So two things here. One. Yeah. One uh I got sh- wasted. But um surprise. There was, they had this drink there called Rev, which I had never heard of. It's basically alcoholic water.
0: It oh, tastes nice. it was
1: just like drinking fucking water but getting drunk. You just drink? It was Why? crazy. I'm like it's almost like you feel like you're hydrating yourself, but you're not. <clears throat> you're just making it worse.
0: Um It's like my bushwhackers, right? So, like you can just keep drinking them.
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So here we are. Um, Like, I literally, okay, we go to the casino finally. <laughs> and they would not let me in. The door guy. We're like a block and a half from the fucking casino walking. And he's like, that guy's not coming in. <laughs> They smelled swear, you? Swear to God, <laughs> they just saw me walking, they're like, That guy can't come in. No. So the funny thing so one of my friends, Heather, she's like, Why, well, he's fine. So we go around to a side door, we can go in. There's a fucking side door. Yeah. So we just fucking went in. We go in, there's stairs. I ass tumble right down the stairs. <laughs> like
0: how many? <laughs> huh. We're talking how many stairs here?
1: Enough. And <laughs> so then my friends, of course, what they do, they get me a roll of coins, set me down at a fucking slot machine <laughs> and go do their shit. Yeah. Then a little bit later, like I just, I'm gone. They put me in a fucking cab by myself back to the hotel.
0: I get Oh, there. fuck your friends.
1: Here's what I, all I remember. I remember getting in the cab. <clears throat> I remember getting to the hotel. I don't remember what fucking room I'm in. I don't wow. have a key with me how I was able to like, and the God bless the lady work in the front desk. Cause she was willing to work with me. Cause it took me a while to remember what name it was under. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember this part and then I get into the room. I just pass mm. the fuck out. Um, so yeah, then of course um, you know, they have fun with me. They take money on my wallet, <laughs> in a, uh ad for an escort in my wallet. <laughs> they want oh, me to nice. what I pay for last night. Um, so
0: yeah, I was,
1: <laughs> Canada's a good time. Don't just say that.
0: I'm just going to say.
1: That was my first uh, trip to Canada.
0: Interesting. Uh, My first trip to Canada, I took uh, my kid to uh, Niagara Falls. We did, because I do this thing called Daddy Daughter Days. And we did a thing where we left and spent a day at Niagara Falls and did all the things over there. All touristy things. Um, I guess what you did is touristy. We just did two different experiences. Daddy-daughter
1: days or daddy-daughter A's? It'd be cool.
0: Days.
1: Daddy-daughter A's.
0: Um, Daddy-daughter A. Yeah. No, that's what we did. So that was my first uh, foray into Canada. Um, Was more sober. Um, Right. Did a a zombie shoot the zombie experience? Did a big Ferris wheel thing? Went behind the falls? Second
1: time I was like... Only half is drunk. So, oh, I was able to maintain a little better.
0: You know, that first time. Um, your friends putting you in a taxi and just saying, figure it out is kind of an asshole move. In my opinion,
1: it was. They had to know it how was. gone I was, but oh, well, that's that's why they're yeah. my friends because that's what you do.
0: Now maybe they knew you well enough to know you're you're an asshole, so you deserved it. That's all probably, right. So in this, <laughs> I have a couple it. questions about this section of the right. movie we're talking about. Is Ryan Reynolds' character Andrew is he pathetic? Like, is he a pathetic person because of how he is? uh Like his beck and call or at her beck and call? I don't think so at all. You don't. Why?
1: You got to work your way up. You know he's not pathetic. He's rich. His family's rich. He could go back and. Own all of Alaska, and just be fucking rich. Okay. Yeah, he, he could. T- that's yeah. not. It's not pathetic at all. He's chasing his dream. He's doing what he loves. What's pathetic about that?
0: What he should have done. I, you're, well, doing, yeah. you're sitting
1: here. You're putting all this time into this shitty podcast with me. Does that make you pathetic? I mean, you are. But does yes. that make you pathetic? <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. Then thanks by for that, realizing it. By that it's logic, a cathartic experience. Yeah. By
1: that logic, Ryan Reynolds' <laughs> character is pathetic in this
0: okay i retract um, statement i'm just thinking though that the whole thing where she says when she first tells him that uh when he comes into the room in the meeting and they're she's like come over here and she starts saying yep we're getting married i love his reaction it is you know because he's trained so much to to please her that it it just says yes like he doesn't have he, he can't say, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. He won't put the brakes. I think I would have put the brakes if I was somebody a little bit. You know, just a little bit of the well, brakes on.
1: He was first blindsided. <laughs> the blindside.
0: See what I did there? Um, <laughs> yes, I do. Okay.
1: No, I think he's waiting to find out what the hell's actually going on. So I don't think he wanted to make any kind of scene or anything bad in front of the bigwigs. I think that's all. I think he was waiting to find out what the hell is going on.
0: You know, I've got a fact here since you said the blind side. I've got a fact. Okay. How about that? Before Sandra Bullock was cast as the uptight Margaret Tate, Julia Roberts was actually first in line for the role. Roberts turned it down reportedly because she refused to take less pay than what she wanted. So Bullock was cast instead, which tells me she took less pay. The casting decision marked the second time in one year that Roberts turned down a role. And Bullock was cast instead with the other being the blind side. So think about that. Interesting. Two bangers because Roberts just didn't feel like it. You know? I mean, although I'm not a fan of the blind side, to be honest. I just know she got a lot of praise for it. I'm just not a fan of the movie. I I don't like movies about living people who are still doing what they do professionally. They still have time to fail for you. Like it about? would be like if someone did came out and did the um did the Adrian Peterson I Came from Nowhere movie and then all of a sudden all the shit came out about him and then all of a sudden eh, that makes the movie look a little rough, you know. So you don't so like just... So you don't like private parts? Uh private parts? I did then, don't now. Okay. What else? Okay. I'm not as into it as I was then. I mean, do you like that movie? I love that movie. Okay, we can do that someday. Love that movie. That someday. Maybe. maybe. Actually, maybe not. Maybe someone can ask for it, and then we'll do it. That'd be a better way. That way I can be forced to do it. So, eh.
1: Hey. <laughs> I'm make us do private parts,
0: because I want to do that. <laughs> so, do you like it that um, when they go talk to him, uh, and she's like, oh, we're going to go to Gam Gam's 90th birthday. Where's that at?
1: <laughs> uh, Alaska. yeah
0: yeah that's that i don't that's the weird part because he was going to do that anyways what's the travel time on that i did not look oh, it up God. but i know it's like five or six hours to la right yeah so i'm guessing that has to be eight hour eight hours of the flying
1: maybe yeah. seven plus, plus the puddle jumper the rest of yeah, the yeah
0: yeah yeah oh, that's not that bad
1: um, also, when they're meeting with the immigration officer, I love, yeah, uh, I love the post it notes, the move with
0: it. It's like yes, <laughs> slinky in the post it notes. Be here at the hey. it was awesome.
1: I it's just like, it's like, man, you've done that before.
0: Did you he see knows- what was on his desk on the front? Do you remember what uh, was on his desk? What. It said, se habla Espanol. Wow. <laughs> I just was throwing it out there. <laughs> well, And I thought of that after she got done making all your gardeners and <laughs> like, Oh God, this movie. And, and what's funny is that this movie was self-aware of the, of that type of racism in it. Cause he's like, Oh my gosh, she sounds like a racist moron. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because, you know, he does end up falling in love with her. Does she still have that? When, You know, there's some things you got to be like, is she still kind of a bitch? (laughs) Anyways. Yeah, I think he likes it like that. Maybe. Me might. He might. Uh, Let's get into this. We'll find out. You go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
1: The couple does travel to Sitka, Alaska, Andrew's hometown, to meet his family. Margaret meets Andrew's mother, Grace, and grandmother, Annie, known as Gammy or Gam Gam. During the trip to the family home, Margaret notices that nearly every flippin' shop in town carries the Paxton name and learns that Andrew's family is, in fact, extremely wealthy, like Kardashian shit here. During a welcome home party, Andrew confronts his father, Joe, a.k.a. Coach, who is angry about Andrew dating the Boss and sleeping his way to the middle. (laughs) He has... Boss, he has so long disliked and thinks he's using her to get ahead in his career. After their argument... Andrew announces the engagement to everyone. Margaret also meets Gertrude, Andrew's ex-girlfriend, played by the name that I screwed up earlier. Uh, at the party, they tell everyone the story of how Andrew proposed to Margaret with a little decoupage box and all that crap.
0: Yes, I, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Um, but I just wanted to get to the Gertrude thing. How many of these people, after watching this movie, wanted to name their kid Gertrude and call them Gert or Gertie and be all cute? with it?
1: After ET, probably a lot.
0: Oh, I mean, but this movie rekindled that, no and because has... in this time, people people use that those cutesy names. They hear all the time. It's fucking like of annoying. Yeah, I get it. No one used sloth. Why did that or not happen? Data. <laughs> you name? Data? Data. They did. There's a whole movie. There's a whole uh, next generation has a whole character named after that. <laughs> Was for years. I met in real life, not
1: sci-fi shit. But
0: all right, yeah. So, um, so I love when they first meet, Gam Gam. I love what she says to her. She says, "Do you like Margaret or or Satan's mistress?" Because we've heard it (laughs) both ways. (laughs) Like, like Gam Gam doesn't hold back, and she's so lovable when she does it that's what makes betty white a treasure because she can do it with a straight face that's That's what what
1: makes old people great when they just don't give a fuck anymore yes you're not she she played that well feelings you're not protecting anybody's feelings you're just telling it like it is
0: yes i would agree but i do have a six pack in this section and you may have it as well but i'm gonna hit this now we talked about this except for one second in the decoupage box. But really the six pack is the whole meat cute, as they call it. lie proposal, lion proposal, like their whole, that whole situation that they gave. I love how she's describing the most tender, beautiful, sensitive man, giving her this wonderful, sensitive proposal. And he's like, Cary Grant type of shit, you know, like he's trying to be all tough.
1: Humphrey and, Bogart. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: um, that was good. Especially uh, how it ended. And then I asked her and she said, yes. Yeah.
1: You know, it's funny though. They're sitting there going through their dossiers of each other. Like everything they got to know. They didn't think to talk about how I propose to you since we're going to have to tell everybody, you know,
0: well now they know
1: that's what I'm saying. Yes. That's not, that's not a six pack for me, but that was good. It was a good
0: scene. They better, they, she better get out that damn Blackberry and take some notes. On what they said, so that way they'll remember when they're asked. Of okay. course, now the the, at, by the end, who knows? They don't may not have to remember all that shit. The black. Um, but um, I got actually.
1: I'm sorry, I did miss a six pack because we didn't talk about it. Oh, let me hit it. I'm ready. Yes, it's like Christmas in a cup. That's what. I'm oh, like. I quote that all the fucking time.
0: <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's and that's great that's a great joke. That was great. And it comes up again. That's what makes this movie so good. So that's one of my six packs. So it makes this movie so good. All right, but I want to get to right after the meet cute, then we go right into one of my generics. Um so I'll get that. All right. And that is the force kiss. They do it in so many movies and it pisses yeah. me off like like why do I am I trained am I a trained animal that has to Bark like a seal when you ask me to, so I have to go kiss him. Oh, that's not good enough for you. What Answer. do you want me to do, do? Deep tongue, my my fiance in front of you. Is that what you want me give her an oil change with my tongue?
1: Make me I a mean, bicycle come on.
0: clown. Do it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's I hate that. I hate that that uh that forced kiss thing no, like, then, They did it in. But then ahead. they
1: have that moment. Like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs>
0: You're right. And they do it in every one of these movies because if you ever watched the movie Leap Year, another movie, mm-hmm. they did it in that one or at that dinner with that little uh, Ben Breakfast. Okay. Same thing. Oh, I might actually like this person after kissing them. I'm sorry, but that's it. Just it,
1: there's okay, got to be a
0: better way. Look, there's got to be a better way.
1: Okay, you're getting into my whole argument about Hallmark movies. It's the same <laughs> fucking shit. Every single time you still watch
0: it. (laughs) Hey, you know what? That's right. Hallmark is nothing but one big trope. Like, it does all the trope. It's all their plot lines are our tropes. Right. There's nothing original. (laughs) So, oh, you're a big city girl coming to a small town. Oh, you're falling in love with the ruggedly handsome man who can't decide whether he wants to carry on the family's business. Oh. (laughs) That's like fucking every movie. (laughs) Cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so are we ready? I think so. Kiss her! Sorry. Hand jobs, now! We want to see it, now! Do you have like, do you have proposal Tourette's or something? I think I do. (laughs) (laughs) Heard. Oh. Canadian Tourette's, I don't know. Kiss her, eh? Well, then. Kiss her, eh? Hey, Hoser. Yeah. There's a great movie. Um, Yoga Hoser? Strange Brew. You ever seen Strange Brew? Yes. Fuck yes. Okay, that's a great fucking movie. Oh, hell yes, it is. <laughs> I remember watching that as a kid and and uh, don't know why, but we watched it and, and uh, I just remember the fit my, the guy drinking all that beer and then pissing all the fire out. <laughs> it was
1: amazing. Maybe that's why Anyways. you don't like beer. Maybe that movie scarred you.
0: Yeah. That's why you don't like beer. Maybe it did. Maybe it did. But that movie was excellent, so I don't know how it scarred me. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. The next day, Grace and Annie take Margaret to a local bar as part of her bachelorette party to watch a strip dance by a locally famous but over-the-hill exotic dancer, Ramon. Stepping away from the show, Margaret learns from Gertrude that Andrew wanted to become an editor and make his own life, and that Andrew had proposed to Gertrude. However, Gertrude refused because she didn't want to leave Sitka for New York. Returning home, Margaret learns of the conflict between Andrew and Joe that night Margaret asks about his relationship with his father, but Andrew refuses to talk instead Margaret opens up to Andrew so yes there's a lot of cool things that happen in this particular part of the the yep. movie and there's some things we've missed um here and there we I've even forgot about the well this might be here now the the eagle thing that that would have happened here right yeah 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 oh yeah the fucking eagle Break the dog. There was this video though. I remember around that time of an Eagle picking up a Mount, a baby mountain goat or something like that. Yeah. That was going around that you could find. And that's ridiculous. They, so to me, you know, snatching a baby or snatching a dog. I could see it happening. Big enough bird hungry enough. going to drop it into a bunch of eaglets and watch them tear it apart. That's what it's going to do. You know, just saying, just, just saying. saying, um, I don't think it would have taken the phone, but I got
1: uh, my generic, by the way.
0: Oh, you do? Okay. So I've got some things going on here, but I'll hit it. I'll hit it.
1: Go ahead. It's a a small generic, but it is. uh, And I, you know, the it's wash and wear line, which is really funny. Oh. But the generic part is having to watch food get spit out oh
0: that was in the last scene
1: i know it was um but we we skipped over it you know how i am i don't like you
0: should have remembered it you did it in the opening
1: i don't like i know but i well it's it's funny because the line's funny i love it but the chewed up food spit out i don't like that the gross stuff you know no don't need it
0: you know what though
1: i don't like it but i I like the line
0: i'm gonna well here's what i'm gonna do I'm going to hit a couple things here, and I All think right. this will be good. I'm going to hit a six-pack. And I'm going to hit a generic at the same time. Uh, Did it hit the glass? No, I guess not. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 100 episodes. Oh, shit. Still can't fucking uh, get it right. <laughs> uh, yes.
1: So, that's, so that's here old, it is. The uh, That's the old saying for you. <laughs> practice doesn't do shit. Yeah. For some people yeah, practice 10,000 10, hours
0: bullshit, but no, yeah, fuck that. that that's old wives' tale. That, that's bullshit. Um, uh, so, um, my six pack is Ramon. I do like his, um, the, the exotic dancer thing, but he's also my generic for a t- couple reasons. One, if you ever put food in my mouth, I don't want to eat, I'm not gonna spit it on you. Well, I might after I knock you in the dick and yeah. kick you and then spit it in your face, you might get a different reaction. With well, her reaction, she was actually nice. For some, for someone like her who is the Satan's mistress, she should have done what I would have done. <laughs> but she's obviously not Satan's mistress. <laughs> um, but also he's just a creep. He feels kind of creepy vibes. Like he's yes. he's doing that to try and yeah. ingratiate himself to get close enough to you to touch you uncomfortably. It feels that way. Relax. Like that he feels creepy. Relax. Just do it when you want to come. <laughs> That's what. Ugh. Oh. Oh. That'd be a yes. good t-shirt. Would you go? That'd be a good t-shirt. Ramon says relax. Ramon says relax. You know, that is write that down because I'll forget. I don't have a pen. Or am I going to have to write it? Oh, it's, fuck it's, you. it's on.
1: It's on audio right now. Don't worry. It's saved. You got it.
0: Yeah, but I, I edit these and then move on. Um, so as you might see if you watch me edit it live on Twitch at some point. Now I'm good. I don't know what days I'm gonna do that. I'm good. Uh maybe Tuesday night since we're not doing anything anymore. Wah. Because my you left me. Anyways, I didn't I leave you, say, Dexter's over. Yeah, it's true. Dexter left us. Did you would you uh how would you feel about going to a stripper show, like ambushed into a stripper show and finding out it's a slightly over the hill off kilter stripper show i mean would you be game like she was kind of but then she was like okay i'll do a little and then come back or or would you be like hell no from the beginning would you be like i'm out i don't know for the you don't shit, know it's like <laughs>
1: okay i just let me just i gotta say this um here's the thing i had uh what was about a month ago or so had a poker party yeah with the neighbors people oh you
0: did huh
1: and uh as joke midget strippers came up and i found out oh shit that i was the only one to have never experienced the that type of show and i'm sorry little people strippers however you're supposed to say it i apologize but so i've i am like the virgin on the block that has not partaken in such an event now having said that it's me that's what your question made me think of like would I want to see that from the so sheer if they invited
0: you over to poker
1: from the sheer curiosity of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, I'll get it. I would give you my banky line. Are You're a guy. Get, I've got are, guy feelings. Ever, you know, when are we ever going to get to see this shit live without having to pay for it?
0: <laughs> you know? Oh, there you go. I, I, I get it. So maybe if your the friends of, just to on say the block,
1: that you, you saw it, like never, never would it, you know, like one of those never going to get a chance to do this again or see this again. Okay. I'll watch.
0: We do. You, I'm thinking, I'm thinking if I were them and you were coming over for poker again, I would have it come about a half hour to an hour while you're playing poker. And then all of a sudden, right. The midget strip or little people strippers. I don't know what you call them. Yes. Um, unusually small size strippers. <clears throat> <laughs> We're not trying to be
1: insensitive to little people or strippers. Let's just say that.
0: No. Matter of fact, our problem is, and I think what Anthony's trying to say is that he has an appreciation for nudity and seeing something like that, regardless of what form it takes. Yeah. (laughs) I think he's saying I'm a guy who likes nudity. You just got there.
1: (laughs) Finally. That's how I wanted to say it. Um, you know, it really Okay, like, s- yes. Yeah. Certain things, yeah, it would be interesting. Other things like if we're talking like Clerks 2 and the Donkey Show, no, I don't want to see that. Somewhere
0: I don't kind of want to see it to see what hell no. 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 <laughs> oh, okay. I got You know what though, in this section speaking of uh nudity, I do have a six-pack and I might be stealing yours, but I'm going to do it now. And that is when they get home and they um and they do the whole shower mix-up scene and they have the nude collision. Yeah. Where she's coming out of the bathroom and he's coming in from the deck after he's gotten which is weird. I don't know who gets naked on their deck. But I guess Ryan Reynolds does because he's when you when built your like family
1: when your family owns Alaska, you do what you want.
0: <laughs> you, you dick out all the time. It's my state, bitch. <laughs>
1: Oh, I do what I want. And- I've been dropping loads all over this house.
0: <laughs> he, uh, you know that's funny. Like the the you we didn't talk about when they got there. She goes, "Oh, you didn't tell me your family was rich, <laughs> like Kennedy rich." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, because she always thought he was poor and lived in well, a no. She was like squalor.
1: Yeah, a, a studio apartment. No, yeah, I think it was like she's like you never told me you were rich. I'm not rich. My family's rich.
0: My parents are. And parents Yes. Are. Yeah. But that's, that's uh, you know what, though? When they die, who's rich? You're their only kid. You don't know. I hey. mean. <laughs> Some parents don't need hey, do that know shit. That mom is leaving him st- something. That mom loves him so much that she will leave him everything she has. We know this. Yeah. So there you go. All right, so I'm going to go into a fact here, and it's about that scene, and I think you'll like this. One of the proposal's most memorable scenes, of course, is when Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds collide while nude. And it turns out it really was as as nerve-wracking as it looked. While many scenes like those are just carefully edited, Bullock and Reynolds revealed they really were nude, but the producers provided them with fig leaves, but there were issues with them actually staying on. The scene was filmed over a period of three days, through 12 takes and eventually became less distressing, especially for Reynolds. You fall into the ground and I would always, you know, oh, he he said, you fall into the ground and I would always know something popped out wrong because the cameraman would would go, oh, (laughs) by hour four, I abandoned the fig leaf or whatever the hell they gave me. And I was just throwing caution and other things into the wind, (laughs) the actor joke. So it, you know, yeah. So they, Just, you know, went for it. Yeah, I mean, do what you gotta do. I think it's interesting that they actually did that, but I guess that's what made it so genuine in a great scene is that you can't fake what happened in that scene. You just can't fake it. Right. You just can't do it. Parts touched. You can't do it. Parts touched. Yes. Everyone looked like they were
1: cleanly shaven, so I think it, it worked out well.
0: Yes. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they? Um, do you think that uh, they did any post production to clean up their bodies or anything like that? Clean like you know, like like in a Playboy, like where they would go back and airbrush a Playboy. You know? Um, you know, but somehow figure out a way they can do it digitally. I'm sure.
1: I don't think they need it to. Sandra Bullock and Ryan fuckle, fucking I don't Reynolds. Know. Like I don't think they need touched up.
0: They're pretty cute. Yeah, yeah they're pretty they're- good looking. But you know, I'm just saying how it is to try and keep us into this imaginary world of perfect people. That's yeah. I just wonder how far they go sometimes in these movies and and all that stuff. This was, uh, like I said, that that was that was like to me. That's like one of the biggest scenes uh, in this movie. I'm really a fan of that. And this is where, like I said, this is where she opens up to him. I'm really a fan of naked Uh, people touching.
1: I am really a fan <laughs> of that. Yeah. two naked people bump into each other. <laughs> That's not my fan.
0: But um, but we do get Margaret opening up to Andrew a little bit. We learn a little bit about her. We learn about her tattoo Andrew,
1: which we, we saw.
0: Is I wonder if that was real or just I don't know what it probably couldn't be real. Sandra Bullock wouldn't have a tattoo in the middle of her back. I wouldn't think. Uh-huh. Being an actress yeah, now, back was, then back it wasn't was, like it is now. Now you could have tattoos everywhere but she was married to Jesse james as true true but she didn't like him and didn't she did she do it uh um, lance armstrong i don't was know she with that. him at one
1: point cheryl crow was i don't remember if sandra bullock was
0: okay sheryl okay so maybe i'm mixed up yeah because i was like damn go to what go to what tell me what to do tell me what to do big boy because you you think you know everything i'm just telling you i don't i
1: said i don't know if she did but i know you, that Cheryl Crow was the big name that was with him. So anyways, um, yes. And her. Oh,
0: yes. One. All right. In 2003, hold on. Let me pull this up. Um, Sandra Bullock reportedly found in love with cyclist, superstar Lance Armstrong. He, the, she was so besotted with the sportsman who split from his wife. This back in 2003. So yeah, they were a thi- thing. They were a thance. So I'm right. See, my brain works, motherfucker. They it were a works. thing. So it takes they two were to a make a thing. thing go right.
1: It takes two to make a thing go right. We know that.
0: That's where we learned this. So that is a great scene. Is that one of your six pack or is is that one of your six pack that when they start singing that song in the bedroom?
1: No. But Okay. I don't no, know. I know. You, 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 yeah, They'll, it was pretty uh, good. But, um, I got uh, not a six pack, but I, I just wanted to give a nod when she's like when they go to bed the first time in the room and it's light oh. up because it's fucking Alaska.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, how he darkens the room. <laughs> so this, so she reveals that she KRS one or not KRS one, um, whatever the takes two thing may thing goes right. She has uh, her what first. Was what Kate was your first concert? What was
1: Houston? Yeah. Whitney Houston. That was your first fucking concert? That was my first fucking concert. I was in love with Whitney Houston.
0: Can you show me your vagina? Here. I got to move the camera. Hold on. <laughs> my first concert that I chose to go to was Fishbone and Primus. <clears throat> so, yeah, much better. <laughs> hey, I'm saying I was a huge
1: Whitney fan. That was like... like Oh, my God. That was like my dream girl back in the day. I loved me some Whitney. So when
0: we do the 30th, we are going to do a 30th anniversary episode of The Bodyguard, I think it is, later this year. And is this going to be like your Super Bowl? I can't even tell
1: you how many times I watched that
0: movie. I want to run to you. Oh. (laughs) If you stay, or will you run away? You love that, huh? That's your thing. Love me some bodyguard. That's your jam. One of. I cannot believe it. Well, sorry. Are you ready to go on? Are you ready? (laughs) Yes. Um.
1: Oh. No. Uh. I was gonna say. Um. The other really (laughs) funny scene in that too is or that no that was the next day. Sorry. When they get up. Yeah. Or no. 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 It wasn't that. Um. Sorry. After the the naked you're you're that, that you're a fan of because they they were naked touch um when she runs to grab blankets it's like, oh it's the baby maker throws it <laughs> it's like uh, yes <laughs>
0: yes that was good stuff. i love that i love that go ahead and read the next thing all right sure
1: all right so here we are the next day the family convinces them and everybody comes in it's like oh let's all come meet up meet up in bed here we're supposed to be looking that's like that's what you do together Convince them to get married while they're in Sitka, um, while Gammy's still around. After Margaret realizes how close Andrew's family is, she becomes becomes upset, gets on Andrew's boat, and speeds away with him. She tells him uh, she has been alone since she was 16 years old after her parents died and had forgotten what it felt like to have a family. She lets go of the the helm and stumbles to the back of the boat. Andrew makes a sharp turn to avoid uh, hitting a buoy, and Margaret falls off the boat. Andrew quickly turns the boat around, saves her because she can't swim, because she never learned how, because she didn't have family. At the wedding ceremony, Margaret confesses the truth about the wedding to the guests, including Gilbertson, who informs her she has twenty-four hours to leave
0: for Canada, get packing. Which is like, which she could just step over the line in Alaska. It's not like it's that far. I'll get there like, in like five so minutes. easy. Go yeah. anytime I want. So, this is a fun part. And this is when they wake up in the morning. He's sleeping on the ground and she has to get into bed with her. There's a couple funny things there. <laughs> one was um, my six pack. One of them. Yeah. But, which is, I'm going to get to. I know. Is that what it is? Oh, I'm okay, sure. I'll hit yeah. this. I'll hit a That's my six pack. I'm sorry. It's no my six packet. It... Okay. So, that <laughs> one's for you, the morning right. wood. I almost was going to do that. But I, I like that. It's morning. And you know, that is true. It happens. Come on, people. We're humans. Now, here's the next one. I got another one. And you mentioned it the last time. I wanted to wait till now because they further carried on the baby maker gag. Every time they got on the bed, she would have to reach through the covers and say, no, not the baby maker. And she yeah. threw it off when he got on the bed that time, too. So every every time she got in that bed, she had to throw that baby maker away. No baby maker. <laughs> <laughs> But what's funny is that it's not like she's going to all of a sudden get pregnant without doing the deed. That's you know, it's been eighteen months, right?
1: Not an immaculate kind of deal here. Doesn't work like that.
0: (laughs) Oh, Gammy's magic though. Gammy is magic. We learned that in this scene. This is where we get another iconic thing. Um, But before we get to that, why does she go biking in the Alaskan wilderness with that bike? Why not?
1: It's a mode of transportation. What the fuck are
0: you talking about? It's That's a like mode of transportation. transportation. I will say it strangely mirrors the beginning of the movie when you first well, see her. You,
1: you know why? She doesn't know how to swim. Why? She may not know how to drive. We don't know. She lives in New York.
0: Yeah, it's true. She
1: may not know how to drive.
0: I, I think she probably does. But she, but you remember in the beginning of the movie when they opened up, she was doing that Peloton type of thing and And they had it made it look like she was cycling through a a forest. So it kind of mirrors how the movie started that that whole thing. Uh, But that gets us to. So maybe she wanted to get some exercise. What?
1: Maybe it's because she wanted to get some exercise.
0: No, she wanted to get away because she felt trapped in her situation. Right. But
1: also while getting some exercise in
0: the process. I don't think she cared about the exercise. She was wearing a scarf and that yellow number. And those pants were not. I'm just trying to exercise.
1: I'm just trying to. to You're reaching. Trying.
0: Uh, now, it's this. Uh, is is the this a six pack for you? Because I'm about to hit a six pack for me. No,
1: um, I've, I'll give you my last six pack in a second. Go ahead. Okay.
0: So she runs into Gammy, Betty White, out in the woods chanting. That's my six pack when she has to do the whole chanting I mean, Gammy's kind of magic. She throws that dust or whatever that makes the fire get bigger and says, "Get over here!" And then, then we get the classic, um, "Get low, get low, get low." Yep. I mean, that scene. If you didn't laugh, if you didn't laugh watching that, that awesome. scene, you're you are. I don't know what's wrong with you. I really, don't. That's why critics are. My son jaded. walking,
1: walking my son up to school today. All of a sudden, he just randomly. To the window to the wall. Out of nowhere. I'm just like, what do I If he does that in school, you're in trouble. Oh man. I yeah. He doesn't sing the whole thing, just that part. He doesn't know the rest of it because we don't play the, the rest of the Window
0: to the wall.
1: Yep. And then the ah oh, ski 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 that's where he always <laughs> finished with. Right?
0: It's
1: like oh, I love it.
0: Yeah, but everyone yeah. else will be know what's in between. <laughs> That's Fine. Uh, someday somebody's gonna be like, "Let me finish that for you." <laughs> Let me window to the to the sweat drips off my balls. <laughs> I can't. That wait is a that. good
1: daddy. Did you know that they say the sweat rolls off my balls in that song? I'm waiting for that conversation to come up when he finds out.
0: Oh, you're gonna have that I'm conversation. Boxed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you are. That's because uh, someday he's gonna Google. You know, he's yesterday he starts singing
1: uptown funk. He's like, uptown funk you up. And he said, and no, I'm not saying the F word. <laughs> I was like, I know you're saying. So funk. he's
0: cognizant of. Yes. his. he
1: knows. Yeah, right. So
0: that's good. <laughs> so-, <laughs> so that means he could sing it that way is what it tells me. <laughs>
1: so I got. um So I'll get my that's last six because it's a combination. All right. Let me hit it. All right. Um, my other six pack is just the combination of Ryan Reynolds getting little mini pieces of revenge on Sandra Bullock throughout. So like <clears throat> the, yeah. when she actually is on her knees, he proposes to him, like say, it like you mean it. They oh reach yeah. Out, reaches the out his hand and takes it away. <laughs> um, when he makes her go down the ladder and it's this, she doesn't want me to help. It's this women's lib thing. And then, uh
0: yeah, when the they're luggage, outside, yeah.
1: he slaps her butt when they're hugging because they're supposed to look like they're hugging. Boop 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> all those moments that he's like, he gets to screw with her a little bit. Like those are always; those were all funny in it.
0: You're right. He gets and and then to see her in a humiliating situation with his gam gam. It's kind of in the in that vein too, where. He's seen her not being as stoic as she normally is. Right. So that's kind of nice. That's kind of nice. You're right. I like that. That's a good. That was, that's a good six pack. It is. That I was com- damn. Good. I had to
1: combine them though because it was little mini scenes throughout, but it all adds up to like makes it really fun to watch. I'm getting to do that
0: now. The what ends up happening, and it's obviously they're getting married. When they first hear it, you're going to get married in that barn, but. And she was like, a barn? Right. Now, do you know how trendy it is? Oh, my God. For people to get married in a fucking barn?
1: You have to get on a waiting list for that kind of barn, too.
0: Yeah, that was a fancy-ass barn. That was a nice-ass barn. My daughter said the right term. She says, it's the new thing. It's called Rustic Chic. That's what people want. They want that. They yeah. want a bar. So, so, like, it makes me wonder, that this movie set the trend? Uh, I don't know about that. Kind of made because people looked at it and go, wait a second. She made fun of this, but when I look at that barn, it looks so spectacular, you know? I nice think barn. when we started getting people like um the love the, the the Mongolia homes, those people who make the whole homey country feel stuff. I right. think that's what started the trend. It started yeah. somewhere around 2010, 2011. Country living. And I think this just started a little bit, was in there, and then all those People doing that country stuff. I'm not a fan of country things. I don't know if I'd want to get married in a barn. I know you wouldn't because of your allergies. If it really oh, wasn't hell, working, barn. Yeah, no. It would have to be hypoallergenic <laughs> barn. <laughs> is there one out there? The dust I like, alone. So,
1: i as far as like, if you're talking just like aesthetics, like decoration and stuff like that. Yeah, I like some country stuff, but I don't like when people like their whole house is that theme. That I don't like. I like a mix. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, yeah. I, like, I like more modern stuff, but I also wouldn't want my house completely like that either. So I like a
0: mix of stuff. Yeah. French provincial, French, French provincial, provincial. I provincial. think is what it would be. That's um, why kind of have, have that French country look, but then eclectic. it can be modern enough that it's. Right. Yeah. It, Cause it, I'm it a Gemini. Be, yeah. So I'm schizo a little bit. So that's why just a little bit. of everything. I, I don't know. I don't do signs. So, I don't know what they're supposed to mean. I just I once learned about how all of the the uh things you're told about your signs are kind of truisms to people in general, and right. you will always find something that fits oh, you. I it. could tell you another no, no. signs thing and it would fit you too.
1: I don't buy into the shit, I just always use it as i use it as my defense about <laughs> being an asshole. yeah a I'm a Gemini. Who well, you want? I'm a Libra. What the fuck? It's everything I, I do, I'm, I'm on both sides. I'll talk out both sides of my mouth. I'm a Gemini.
0: Fuck twins, I'm a right? control freak. I can't help it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my fault. Oh man,
1: it's not my fault. Um,
0: it's the zodiacs' fault. <laughs> it's not. My... Now, the, when they're getting married, I think at this point, before she like stops everything, um, you know, his father has that intervention, which pisses him off even more. And he says, we're getting married, you know, all that. I think at this point, Andrew was really marrying her, but hadn't said it. Yeah. You know, like he really was marrying her, not just doing some business. Right. And I think she kind of was marrying him too, not just doing business. Um, but they just didn't know. Um, obviously, that's how these movies work, right? You know, there has yeah. to be that. I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know, I I didn't really know either.
1: wanted to marry you because I want to date you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, I think though, that point, and that's why I think he feels so empty, not because he lost an opportunity to be an editor. Cause you wouldn't, cause for him, the, since the crime never happened, if he truly was that callous and not that, and had no buy-in to being with her, he would have been like, Oh, Oh, well she's going to Canada. I guess I can come back and manage my dad's businesses and be a rich guy. Right. You know, not that he wanted to do that, but but he has a he it's like I always say rich people can swing and miss. Yeah. And then go fall back. And he has that ability. He can he could swing and miss and be like, oh well, shit happened. Yeah. I didn't get my dream. It's all right. I'll just live out this other life that's totally awesome and go out with Gertrude. I
1: still got my MP three (laughs) player. I go chop wood whenever I feel like it.
0: He has a nano. That was an iPod nano. Yeah.
1: I'm good. (laughs) It was the nano. That was the shit back then. Chopping wood. That was like the. Do you think. Good. That was like the cool iPod back then, too. The Nano.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. My daughter was telling me that when she was in um, elementary school, they went for the sales con, like when you do the fundraising, the biggest prize was always an iPod Nano. Yeah. So, like, if you were to. Now, you know, that thing is. You couldn't even find a place to plug it in and, and use it.
1: Which is funny, because when I was that age, your daughter's age, when that was big, the biggest fundraising prize was a Walkman CD player.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, well, no, well it how, was. I mean, th-
1: what year was that? I'm just saying about that time when I was in my oh. teens.
0: i oh, say 80 because in 88, 88, they didn't have a uh, man for as a contest. I didn't do fundraising, so maybe I just don't know.
1: I didn't either. I just always looked at what the prizes were when you, on the sheets when you got them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my cousin, I remember. Uh, by the time I did fundraising and had prizes. My,
1: my cousin went fucking door to door big time and got the man. And I remember yeah. that. Like, it's like, man, that's putting in work.
0: Well, you want to know something? He that's also hustling. got a skill. He's a salesman. He hustling. should be a salesman. It's hustling. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's. He should be a salesman, all right. are you ready to move on? Yes, I am. Margaret returns to the Paxton home to pack her things. Andrew finds Margaret has already left, leaving his book manuscript with a note of praise and a promise to publish it. Gertrude attempts to comfort Andrew and asks if he is going af going to go after her as he rushes out to find another Margaret. Another argument arises between him and Joe. Annie appears to have a heart attack Gammy causing her and the family to be airlifted to the hospital and convinces them to reconcile before she passes away. After she succeeds in getting things moving again, she admits to faking the heart attack as it was the only means to get their attention and tells the pilot to head to the airport in hopes of catching up to Margaret. Andrew's parents realize he really loves Margaret. He goes to New York and tells Margaret he loves her in front of the entire office staff. They kiss, then go to Gilbertson and inform him they are again engaged. But for real this time, the film ends with Gilbertson asking questions, some of them irrelevant, not only to Andrew and Margaret, but also Grace, Joe, Annie, and Ramon. All right. So I wanted to say something. You were talking about Hallmark movies earlier. You know, the guy who was at the party and was around, I don't know, they didn't give us a backstory on him, but he was the air traffic control guy. Yeah. He was in he's been in a Hallmark movie. I know he has, and I forget what it is, but I remember seeing him in a Hallmark movie. One of those Christmas ones, just wanted to let you know. So there is a Hallmark connection to this that I know of for sure. (laughs) Of course. That's crazy. So
1: it's funny. Crazy. um, You got that. Like when he goes back to propose to Margaret in the office, every employee in there is like, what the fuck are you doing? Because they don't know everything that's happened. Yeah. They're just like, you're going to marry the devil?
0: Or Satan's mistress? Yeah, yeah. And you know what You know what kills me? It's that at the beginning of this movie when he spills his coffee and yeah. he needs to trade his shirt. He trades with that guy. I thought the guy, which we don't really know his name. Well, he, he may have a name. I just don't know it. But um, I thought he was going to be like the buddy of the movie when this first started. Yeah. And the only other time you see him is when he comes back. He comes back. Because, you know, there's always that friend that they talked to, to get their opinions on it. And he didn't have that. That was not his role. You thought it was going to be that, but it to- they totally didn't use him. And then you don't see him till the end. And uh, I hope he's wearing his own shirt this time.
1: Yes. Or at least got it laundered.
0: <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, now, but really what's great about this is the, is obviously the fake heart attacks and, Gammy is a little bit manipulative, but she's 90. She ain't got time for bullshit, oh, right? Shit. She's like, you know what? I, I'm going to fake this because I know it's the only way they'll come together over one thing that might make them be more agreeable for everything else. So I really, I really did appreciate that. I really did. Let's see. Is there anything else in here that I have got? I do have a six pack here and I'm going to give that to you now. Give it to me. Oh, and that is the questions at the end. Um, they just ask some ridiculously dumb questions, but I like uh, how you get to hear each person answer them and how dumb they are and how and how it makes Gilbertson sound like a moron really. In the end, we have no respect for the guy because <laughs> the yeah. the questions are just so bad are just so bad. I really like that. I really like that. All right. So, um, did you have anything else you wanted to say about this section? Because I have some facts.
1: Yep, give me some facts.
0: Okay. So, while securing the right lead actress for the role of Margaret Tate Tate, took some work, because, you know, they ended up settling on Bullock, it was clear the movie would not have been the same without Betty White as Grandma Annie. But there were also issues with getting her to commit to the film. It was reported that at first, White also turned down her role because the filming would require her to spend so much time away from her beloved golden retriever. She said, my beautiful baby is a career change guide dog. He had a bum knee, so he couldn't be sent as a guy, as a guide dog. So I got him and he's my heart. He's my best buddy. White said, that's what white said of her beloved pet. Fortunately, white was able to work out filming and being with her dog. So, I have a couple Betty white stories here because like we said, she just passed away. And that's yep. kind of why we're doing this movie to be honest. So that's a good story. And, and when you look at how she says in my death, if you're going to use my name or likeness or do things, use it to raise money for animal, you know, being of animals, something like that. That's she wants you to donate to charities that take care of animals. So it's kind of, that just shows you the depth of her resolve to what she believes in that she would not want she would turn down a movie role that obviously movie made 380 million i'm sure that's a lot of she gets a lot of money when a movie does that yeah i should probably make a few <laughs> So yeah now um here's another one after filming the movie the cast was very open about how much natural chemistry they had and unsurprisingly betty white was the most popular person on set Sandra Bullock yeah, I like attention, and then suddenly Betty White comes on set. Betty has the best exit line I've ever heard for a movie. I hope she doesn't mind me sharing this. On her last day, I've never seen a crew give such an enormous standing ovation to somebody. Grown grips with ZZ Top beards crying because Betty is leaving. Betty turns around and says, I want everyone to know that this is the most fun I've ever had on a film set. Bollock added that everyone was crying as White left set for the last time that's just it's about oh, right yeah the most fun she ever had on a movie and you know you could probably tell that that's why i don't get the rotten tomato score I, yeah at whatever all. because everyone i've ever met that has seen this movie loves this movie yeah thinks it's funny Un- unless they're scoring it like Like, like I can do sometimes where I can separate what I love about something from the quality of how it's made. But I even think this is made well. So I don't even, I don't even know. Although I haven't scored it yet. I should probably get a score on the page here. Might be a good (laughs) idea. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. So is there anything more you have to add before we get to the fun part? I'm ready. Yeah. Let's do the fun shit. Let's Let's do it. Okay. Let's score this
1: time. I'm going to score.
0: Let's score tonight. A little grease too. Is that what you want to do?
1: No, I was like more Beavis and Butthead. I'm gonna score.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm hit it.
1: Yeah. I can All go right. if you'd like. Time to score. No, I'm gonna score okay <laughs> God damn it. um all right so yes i love this movie um like it's one so the only fair way to to rate this i guess is to say that it's not the greatest rom-com ever you know what i mean like i, I don't put it in that tier but as far as a really good rom-com it is a really really good rom-com okay it's probably the best way i can describe it some stuff, and you're like, eh, whatever. But there's so much that's like, oh, that's awesome. You know? Love the cast. Fantastic cast. Um, Ramon, depends on your thoughts on him. He's a little bit creepy. We know all that. Also, you can't throw shrimp cocktail back into the water. It doesn't work like that, Sandra Bullock. I'm sorry. That was dumb. And that was a waste of delicious shrimp. Anyway, um, the movie itself, what I love is it's one of those, like, you just... If you like it, you like it, and it's like it's one of those. If it's on, I'll sit there and watch it without problem. Like I have, like would watch that anytime. time. Just happened not that long ago. It was on, and I fucking sat there and watched it. I'm like oh, okay, that's what I'm doing right now, I guess. Um, so for that, um, I give it 19 cans.
0: All right, that's where I'm at. Banger! It's a it's banger, banger, right? It's a banger. Yeah. All right, so. I actually love this movie as well. And I think you're right in some of your summation there where it's kind of like I said before, it, it, I can love a lot of things about something but not the whole, you know, can may not be as great as like for example, we just did when Harry met Sally. Right. Iconic has a lot of iconic things that go on forever. This has a few things like that. I don't know that but they're not quite as popular, so it's really good, really great, but not quite there. That's kind of where I put it. Um, yeah, uh, so I gave it 20 cans. That's okay. it. Short and sweet. All right. short and sweet. Well, that makes you got to watch his face when he's doing math. What are you talking about? Watching your face while you're trying to do math and work no, at something.
1: I wasn't trying to you do look math. so intense. I wasn't trying to do math. I don't need to do math for that. Nineteen and twenty. <laughs> like an idiot.
0: What is that? What's the average on that's that? What the average out to?
1: That's nineteen point five cans, motherfucker.
0: That's a good movie. That's, that's a, a really good movie. Good movie. It it's, it's like I say, you can rate some scenes twenty four cans, but then you know, there's other things that aren't. So. It's like
1: it's right in the gray area between really good and great
0: movie.
1: I'd say you could call it really yes. good or you could call it great. You know. It's very it's it's right in that area.
0: I I would rather watch this than uh, Pretty Woman. Yeah, I think I probably scored this higher than no. At
1: this point, like now, I probably would just because. I mean, I've seen them both a ton, but yeah, I would say so. Um, you're looking for Pretty Woman? No, Pretty Woman? no, I was looking for something
0: else. You Sorry. gave
1: Pretty Woman a 19. I gave it 23.
0: So yeah, I scored it one lower than this that makes sense yeah yeah uh because right. richard gear is amazing so oh yeah there you go. so anything else that you have i've got some things i gotta read off but you know that i gotta oh uh, yeah read yeah go anything read. about this movie he'll read off i'll read my shit i know i i have to i you know i i have to you say are. this because you, you really don't so angry okay uh, so anyways uh, we would like to thank you for listening remember you can go to SodaPopCultureClub.com for all things related to the show including your chance to make movie suggestions we also post our schedule there as well remember we also are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and we have a Twitch channel Soda Pop Culture Club. go check it out now we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be see if you see, you can guess what it is Anthony do your thing. This is an easy one.
1: Who's that kid with the Oreo
0: cookie? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know if, if anybody will get it from that. But if you that, know, it, you know. Here's the thing. I'm all in on that description. So um, anything else you want to tell people? Oh. You know, all that stuff.
1: All Yeah. Everything he said. Go ahead and do some of that stuff, please. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Check us out. Go to the website. Buy some stuff if you'd like. Spring cleaning is just around the corner. Need a good t shirt to wipe down the windowsills. Get her done.
0: <laughs> Ramon says, relax, right? <laughs> Ramon says, relax. <laughs>